This is Brian Summers, and you're listening to episode 20, We're Getting Better. In this week's episode, we talk about framing, matting, taking care of your image. Oh yeah, and there's a new camera on the market. Stay tuned. Guys, I don't know how cool you think you are, but if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like cameras, you probably like film. If you like gadgets, I guess traditionally you might be considered a nerd or a geek. Well, I've grown to accept my nerd, my inner nerd. And being that I'm in New York, last week I was really excited because my inner nerd knew that it was Comic-Con. It was Comic-Con and I had a chance to go out and shoot with the Fan Bros, the Voice of the Urban Geek, a dope podcast from the Loudspeakers Network. They had three shows last week, or three events actually. One was a, a game show style, Star Trek versus Star Wars debate. The next one, the following day, was a live podcast with the Black Girl Nerds. And the following day after that was a costume contest that they called the Crossplay Cosplay. This was awesome. There was lots of people that came out. Aaron Yeager from uh, Attack on Titan to a character from Cowboy Bebop. This was somebody dressed as Blade. It was just awesome. And overall, you know, the presentation was dope. Uh, if you follow Fan Bros on Twitter, Instagram, or if you uh, go to the website, fanbros.com, you can find the pictures that I shot for the first three days last week. And if you see yourself, tag yourself. But speaking of the presentation, like I said, it was it was awesome. The presentation was dope. Uh, they had a step and repeat. They had just visually it was awesome. Every day that you came out, they had stickers and some kind, some kind of like gift or giveaway. But the presentation was dope. And that brings me to what I want to talk about today. It's all about how you display yourself and display your work. Because your work is what? A representation of yourself. So without further ado, let's get into it. Presentation is the way that you display your work or how you want to be perceived. Now, I know we all shoot. How often you shoot, I'm not sure. But if you shoot, you come back after you took your shot, go through your images, pick out the one that you liked. What do you do with it? Do you post it online? Do you print it? Okay, so you print it. After you print the image, what do you do with it? Do you frame it? How do you go about framing it? Are you getting a mat for it? When I was in school, we had a room that had a mat cutter. And I learned how to mat. And it's easier than you think it is. But if you're not going to cut your own mats, or if you don't have the resources to build your own frames, depending on where you live, you might have a chain of arts and craft stores like Michael's or AC Moore. You can pretty much get everything you need in those kind of stores or even like uh, Blick Art Supply or Utrecht. Those are more arts than crafts. So they'll definitely have the things you need to mat and display your work professionally. And if you just wanted to get frames, you can go to a TJ Maxx or a Ross or any like discount uh, retail store like that. You can find maybe like one or two frames that are dope. It might not be enough for a show, but... These are good frames that you can hang, hang on your wall or just give away or sell or whatever you want to do with it. Lastly, you could go to a framing shop. It's easier to go in there knowing what you want. And if you just don't know what you want, it's cool to talk to them and, and learn something. But if you're not building frames yourself or going to a expensive framing shop, you can go to these spots I just mentioned. Now, 
matting. I mentioned that a couple of times. If you don't know what matting is, first of all, a mat is a paper-based board used for decoration as well as a separation between the image and the glass in the frame. Adding a mat to your image adds the look of like space between your image and the actual frame's borders. An average mat gives you about two to three inches of space between your image and the frame's edge. I look at it like breathing room. It all boils down to a personal preference, but having that mat in your work just looks more professional and museum ready or gallery ready. Mats can come in several colors and they can also be cut simply to frame the image or fancy and ornamental to match a fancy decor such as the, the, the frame or even the setting that it's hung in. I've seen a lot of images from dope artists that are displayed in shows and these artists might have notoriety or the juice or whatever, but as an, another artist looking at that work, you're thinking this could look so much better if it was just presented a little bit differently, if, if it had a mat or if the frame was a better quality and whatnot. Now, back to framing, it can be expensive, but there are some ways to lessen the cost. You have arts and crafts stores like the ones I mentioned. They carry standardized size frames and pre-cut mats. I know just from printing this size often, 11 by 14 photos fit perfectly into a 16 by 20 frame because you can find a 16 by 20 mat pre-cut for that 11 by 14 image to be displayed. Other standard sizes are like 5x7 frames, 8x10 frames, 16x20 frames. You can even find 11x14 frames that are readily made for an 11x14 mat that's cut for an 8x10 image. Depending on the size, the pre-cut mats can run about $5 to $25. That's obviously like the smaller sizes going to a larger size. You can also buy them as solid sheets that you can cut yourself. You can either have a mat cutting machine or a handheld mat cutter if you, you know, have a steady enough hand or have a ruler or some kind of system set up where it's going to get you the results you want. It's an easy process to learn, but if your mat cutting hand or a machine isn't steady, there's nothing wrong with getting a professional to do it because it's all, it's all about your presentation. I'm trying to help you save a little money and time and do it yourself, but it's also all about knowing when it's not for you. You know, like cutting mat might not be for you. Although framing can get pricey, art, especially your art, has value and deserves to be presented in a professional way that preserves it for years. Stay tuned because when we come back, we're talking more about frames and presentation. This week's vocabulary word is presentation. Presentation is how and where the photographer's work is seen. It concerns the place, size, and material of the print and the frame. The place could be online or in a physical space. Got it? Great. Back to the show. Speaking of presentation, this week I'm headed to Richmond, Virginia to be a guest speaker at Virginia Union University. Shout out to Professor Thomas Wilson. I'll be speaking to his class of graphic design students. I'm excited because I majored and started my career as a graphic designer, so... Talking about that journey with people that are just starting out feels like an opportunity to, to help young creatives reach their goals a little bit faster. If I can provide you with a gem or a cheat code or two, that'll make my day. So I'll see you guys this week. And of course, I'll have my camera on deck looking for shots in Richmond and portrait walking around Virginia Union. So see you soon. 
Guys, I know frames can be expensive, but this is where your creativity can shine. I understand everyone doesn't have access to power tools and mat cutters, but overall, framing is pretty easy. If you have a, a larger image to frame or just can't find the right size readily made, those same craft stores I mentioned carry individual pieces that you can use to create your own frame. Make sure you pay attention to the quality of the frames you purchase. Some frames are significantly cheaper than others, but the materials are also crap. Don't get frames with plexiglass or plastic. To me, they just look like the menus at a fast food restaurant. So if you care more about your work than a, a menu at Burger King or McDonald's, get, get some glass for your frames. Recycled wood frames might make you feel like you're saving the world, but you might actually be sacrificing quality. Now, there's nothing wrong with saving the planet, but just thoroughly examine these frames before you make the purchase because, you know, they're mass-produced, they're recycled wood, they're not the strongest material, and sometimes they can come apart. I had a show last year and ordered about 20 frames with recycled wood and, like, four, at least four frames were coming apart already after I took them out the package. So if you have the opportunity to look at your 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 materials and inspect your frames definitely take a closer look at those eco-friendly frames and uh, make sure your quality is up to par think about how the frame will hang do you need wire or do you have hooks to secure the image does the image need to hang on a wall uh, can they be displayed on easels can they suspend from the ceiling are the images large enough to sit on the floor and just lean on the wall these are all just a few questions to get you thinking creatively about your presentation. After all, you know, it's not just an image, it's your image. In case you forgot the names of the stores I mentioned, here they are again. I'll also list them in the show notes. But those stores were Michaels, AC Moore, Utrecht, Blick Art, that's B-L-I-C-K, Jerry's Artorama, and also look out for smaller mom and pop stores in your neighborhood. Yeah, check them out and take care of your image. In this week's tech brief, Light dropped a new camera. It's called the L16. This camera is a pocket-sized camera, but it's really about 16 cameras in one. It's considered the world's first multi-aperture computational camera. Each built-in camera has its own fixed focal length, and when you capture an image using the L16, 10 of those 16 cameras record the details of your shot. It then blends those 10 shots into one high-quality 52-megapixel image. The L16 has a large touchscreen display and Wi-Fi, and it's supposed to work well in low-light scenarios. Now for the real news. The pocket-sized camera is priced at $1699, $1,700. And until November 6th, you can reserve it online uh, and save about $400 off the retail price. Uh, you can read and watch more about the Light L16 at light.co. That's light.co. This week's recommended book is a sketchbook. I want you to plan out how you want to display your work at your first or your next show. I want you to go to a museum, an art gallery, a hotel lobby, your grandma's house, just some place where you can observe how these images are displayed. Take note of how clean certain images are versus the crinkly image that's just smushed in the frame. Ask yourself, what happened to make this image look like crap or vice versa? I don't care if it's a Marvel composition book or 
you know, a fancy moleskin. Just get that sketchbook and start observing and planning. Thanks again for listening to another episode of We're Getting Better. As always, drop comments in the section below. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brian Summers, B-R-Y-O-N-S-U-M-M-E-R-S, and BrianSummers.com. Let's get better.